Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and accuses every other country of treachery for every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And this episode we are covering Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3, Episode 12, The Inside Man. Original air date, March 15th, 2016. And here's your IMDb summary. Coulson and the team investigate an international conference on the fate of the Inhumans. Back on the bus, Fitzsimmons may have found a way to stop the inhuman gene from spreading. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, not really a dun dun dun, more of a. Alright, we're bad at sound effects. Let's just move on. Um, womp womp. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Alright, so let's go ahead and um, start with one of the storylines. <clears throat> The episode starts with a flashback, because I guess the entire second half of the season will have some kind of flashback slash flash forward. Anyway, we see Coulson killing Ward again, and then Maveth going inside of the dead Ward body. Then, Maveth and Malik talk about maybe getting a new body for Maveth, since the Ward corpse doesn't look as well as it once did. Uh, It's cool, though. Maveth says that things will be better soon. Soon after, Maveth commands two of the Inhumans to round up five living humans. Things turn really weird when Maveth consumes them and he gets all gooey. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this, yeah. So this is basically the entire Maveth storyline of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so he's he's uh, he's resting up, and I guess he's uh, still kind of weak and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like. Um, well, I don't know if I like, but the um, have you ever seen The Mist? The uh, no horror movie. It's uh, based on Stephen King. Stephen King, you know, one of my favorite authors. But um, one of the monsters has a bunch of tentacles that look exactly like what Maveth looks like when he, before he possesses Ward. Oh, the little gooey-looking thing. Yep. Pretty much. Okay. So it's, and it's like, there's no reason to think that it's not the same place. It's definitely the same place. <laughs> not the same place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess Maveth needs some living meat to or human meat to reconstitute. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense, right? As humans or other living beings, we eat things that are dead, um, meat, plants, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so Maveth is the opposite, um, considering he only takes dead hosts. Obviously, he needs to do the zombie thing and eat living people. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, as um, much sense as any of this does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, where all the goo comes from, I don't know. That one's just weird to me. Um, He obviously doesn't poop, and that's the waste. Mm. Oh, okay, that makes more skin. sense. It's like really gross perspiration. Hmm. Okay. So when all the people were screaming because he was eating them... um. They were they were all paralyzed, right? The yeah, uh, non-Medusa, yep. yeah, and yet they were all screaming. Well, they were really, really scared. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were unparalyzed with fear. 
<laughs> it's everything's opposite with uh with this guy he's a uh, he's bizarro hero yeah um now when we see not medusa use his powers on maveth it paralyzes some of the sand stuff how does this work <laughs> that yeah that's weird so are they implying because i don't remember too much about the rest of the season are they implying that the powers don't work on Mabeth, and maybe they sort of kind of work on whatever Mabeth is shedding. Maybe, well, maybe there is some stuff about Mabeth that has not been revealed yet. Okay, that might make sense with this, but I kind of don't want to talk about it and spoil stuff. Well, then don't ask the question. Okay. <laughs> But I was wondering if you had an alternate answer since you probably didn't remember the stuff I'm thinking of. (laughs) That is perfectly fair. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. I I was my assumption or my takeaway was that they were saying that. Well, basically, the thing I already said. So Mavith as a whole cannot be affected by the powers Mm -hmm. or has some sort of immunity um, or maybe a protective barrier. Uh, those things, I guess, could work as yeah. as reasons. Or uh, on the flip side, maybe not Medusa's powers uh, freezes your skin, so just your skin can't move. Oh. And, then, and then Mavis is covered in a lot of dead skin anyway, so that's why the the dead skin stays there. Okay, that one makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I would take that one. All right. Hmm. See, aren't you glad I asked the question? A little. Are, I mean, I, I guess I'm like, like, are, aren't you a little less annoyed that I asked the question? Yes. Okay. I, yep, that one I am. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I don't. I really don't have much to say about this. Or no. how about you? Anything? No. no I'm good, good to go. Okay. Perfect. Well, in that case, let's completely ignore everything else about Maveth for the rest of this episode and move on Done. to part of the main story of this episode. <clears throat> Talbot says goodbye to his wife at the airport, and Coulson stops in to chat. Talbot doesn't like calling Coulson his boss, but Coulson says he'll settle for partner. On the way out, Crusher Creel is spotted, so the S.H.I.E.L.D. team rushes in to stop him. After beating him half to death, they find out Creel is there to bodyguard Talbot. Back in the playground, the team gets ready for the symposium in Taiwan. We get some exposition on the rules, uh, no guns and no aliens, so the team reluctantly agrees to send Creel in as a just-in-case. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so mm-hmm. oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I uh, yeah. So we we kind of things start out, and uh, uh, we get the the final first meeting between uh, Coulson and Talbot, and mm-hmm. uh, that goes about as well as you would expect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially considering that Talbot is not having a good day, uh, considering that his wife is going and she's angry at at him and all this stuff. So. You know, he's got a lot on his plate. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I'll ask about that later. Uh, something else. But uh, Crusher Creel showing up. Um, he gets hit. Okay, so he turns into rubber when he's fighting Lincoln, right? Yes. So Because it's not conductive. And then they, who is it, May hits him in the back of the head with a metal thing? Or someone does. Yeah, it was May. And he turns metal. Is his powers involuntary? Yeah, I was kind of wondering that. Like, um, I 
I think either it's 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 that that involuntary, or he can only do one at a time. And at the in the heat of the moment, he thought, "Oh, turning to metal will be better because I will be better protected from being hit even more." And I it just happened. I don't think that's it because it hit him in the back of the head. He didn't even know there was metal near him. That's true. I mean, he was all rubber. The metal just bounced right off of his skin. Yeah. I don't get that. Because otherwise he'd be like pretty much clothes all the time, right? Just fabric. Because <laughs> he's touching it <laughs> whenever he wears clothes. That's true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then why... Is there a reason why Lincoln tried to kill him? <laughs> Other than I, the fact that Lincoln's a terrible person? <laughs> I was wondering why you didn't bring that up last episode. I know you love hating on him. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, well, there's um, already too much of him, but not enough for me to hate on verbally. I just had <laughs> this like seething anger throughout every scene he was in. Couldn't you tell? A little, yeah. I, I, I noticed that you skipped over a lot of what he was in. Um, <laughs> um, what was I just about to say? No, you're, yeah, you're right. He's just angry. Um, I, if I remember correctly, at the end of last week's episode, he was basically set free, right? He's like, I, yeah, I, I well, don't... he, they opted to let him go with the little watch thing, and he decided to stay. Okay, got it. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah he just wanted to kill someone i guess that that's that's yeah. it i wanted him to go like the emperor um unlimited power <laughs> but no no i mean he, it, he's not cool enough to be a sith no i mean he would have gone up like an eighth of a percentage point in my book <laughs> He'd be up to an eighth of a percentage point. <laughs> oh, man, you hate him. Okay. <laughs> I, do. I really do. Um, I do like that the entire team is able to beat Creel. I mean, to be fair, it takes like four people. but yeah. Or two, three, three people. Um, but then they find out that, that he was Talbot's bodyguard. So... You know, one of those fun, ironic things. All right. Yeah, I mean, after the history that Talbot knows they have with Creel, he, that should have been, like, one of the first things he told them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Talbot's not the sharpest tool in the shed, nor the shiniest. That is true. And that's why he is now the head of the ATCU. Yep. That's mm-hmm. how the government works. <laughs> exactly. You have some shadow leader and a figurehead. Yep, pretty much. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So, uh, I guess back at the uh, shield base, we've got a, a couple of things. Um, for some reason, Creel is in a containment pod. I guess that's just because they still don't trust him and they want to make sure he uh, stays out of trouble. Yeah. I wasn't 100% sure on the reason for that. I mean, I think that's that's about it. Okay. I mean, you can't trust someone who's been brainwashed. Look at what happened to Agent 13, or 33? Agent 13 is um, Sharon Carter. 
Yeah, I, I think 33. I think you're right okay. on that. Yeah. Look what happened to her. Even when she was unbrainwashed, she was still brainwashed. Yeah, she was all messed up. All right. Yep. <laughs> then again, I mean, there's a whole history of people who have been reverse brainwashed in Mar- in the MCU. I mean, you've got Black Widow. Uh-huh. Um, I guess at the time of this coming out, Bucky is still pretty messed up. So I guess we can't use him. Yeah, I mean... He is and he isn't, because he's aware, and he's out free, and he's in whatever country he's in. Um, Because I, I'm assuming he's still, he's hiding right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye was brainwashed, kind of. Yeah. We've gone through this list quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, mind control keeps coming up. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Can't trust, can't trust Creel. That's true. They haven't. They they haven't themselves verified him yet. So yes. Plus, Hunter is still angry that Creel killed. um, um, Oh yeah. Shield agent Zena. Yep, Lucy Lawless and the other people. But yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Forgot her name. He he even said the character's name in the in the show. Oh well, or in the episode. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. Um, so one other thing that I want to uh, bring up. So at some point, Hunter was talking to, and I already forgot who he was talking to, but he refers to Daisy and Lincoln as shake and bake. Tony, who do you think is shake and who do you think is bake? Well, obviously, um, shake is quake. Quake is shake. Okay. All right. Because she shakes stuff. And electricity causes heat, a.k.a. bake. Okay. All right. I mean that makes sense. That's the the obvious choice, um, and that's probably exactly where Hunter was going. But okay, I was just wondering if. Uh, Do you have an alternative theory? No, I really should have thought of one. Um, that would have been much smarter of me. Um, um, I mean, oh huh. What? Okay, so maybe it's the opposite because when you get electrocuted, you start shaking, and um, kinetic energy like quake can cause heat, aka baking. Ah, so I had a very similar thought just now. Um, yeah. I mean, I was going to say the same thing with shaking. You know, when you're when you're electrocuted, you have no control, so you start shaking. And um, Daisy uh, is a baker because Hunter is a little sexist. Yeah, or yeah. we don't see this in the show. Maybe she's like really into like she smokes a lot of weed on her off time. Oh, she's always she's getting baked. baked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um and uh Lincoln has epilepsy. <laughs> that is that is also possible. Or yeah. um Parkinson's. Yeah. Or just restless leg syndrome. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's just always moving his moving his leg. He's sitting down. There, there, there are many ways to slice this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Not the obvious one. That's true. <laughs> Uh, all right um i really don't have anything else to say about this i don't know if you have any like no okay cool all right well all right sounds good that's good um considering where we are and how much time we'll probably spend talking about the next part of the episode um let's just jump into our ad read i know it's a little early in the episode but um you know let's, let's give our sponsor a little shout out right now 
Yeah. So, uh, all right, Tony, you're going to be a little involved in this. Um, okay. I want you right now to think about the last time that you had a really good meal, like a fancy dinner or some really nice home-cooked meal that maybe you or your wife or you both uh, cooked together. All right, so think about that. Yeah. Now, Thank on a you. scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the, the best, how would you rate it? Um, Probably, like, the best one I had, probably a 10. Okay. Maybe 9.5. All right. I'm very surprised that you didn't actually give it a higher rating. But do you know what would have made that an even better experience? No, what would have made a better experience, though? That's right. Goo suits. When you want to enjoy a <laughs> meal to the max... You didn't see that coming. <laughs> you need to have the right mindset. <laughs> and that's where what, what goo suits... That? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll just start this over because uh, <clears throat> otherwise you know our sponsor will get annoyed when you want to enjoy a meal to the max you need to have the right mindset and that's where goo suits comes into play if you're going to enjoy your dinner to the max you need a suit of goo all over your body the special properties of goo will get your mind completely off of your surroundings and let you enjoy those sweet sweet donuts I tried one earlier today and forgot I live in Florida and that's a hard thing to do Goo suits. Enjoy your meal to the max. <laughs> to the max. Uh, I think I think I, I did more hand motions in that ad read than I've ever done in any other one. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> it shows. <laughs> uh, no, goo suits appreciates it. I bet. I bet. Gotta gotta uh, you know really prove that you know we're good. We're a good uh, podcast to partner with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Well, in that case, I think we're good to move on to the the rest of the episode. The team goes to the Inhuman Symposium. Coulson will go in with Talbot, while Bobby, May, and Hunter find out who the traitor is. Turns out, it was Talbot, but only (gasps) because Hydra took his son. Malik showed up and told everyone else in the room that that Coulson is the leader of Hydra and had him arrested. After a scuffle, everyone escapes and they get Talbot's son back, safe and sound. After all this, Yay. Talbot trusts Coulson enough to call him partner. Yay. Exactly. <clears throat> so they make Talbot wear a dress. I know it's not a dress. <laughs> I know it's like kind of racist, so haha, they keeps calling it a dress. But he's mm-hmm. literally the only one in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. N- n- no, no other guys are like trying to wear a traditional thing um mm-hmm. it was it was interesting even uh yeah, yeah. even colson just went in a suit like yeah <laughs> was that on purpose was that just colson like saying hey i'm your boss you have to do this now i want to think so but also <laughs> that's kind of stupid thing to do piss this guy off yeah that you're supposed true. to trust him at least on mm-hmm. the first mission yeah you, you gotta wait a little <laughs> yeah uh, and he keeps complaining, calling it the dress. He is not happy mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> well, he's an American, and Americans don't do stuff like this because it's not normal, America. <laughs> I'm I'm sure he he said that at some point in time. They just had to cut that that scene out for for yep. time. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Um, I looked up all like the actors who played the delegates, like I do. Uh-huh. Uh The only one who's of interest to us, anyway. Is uh, the Japanese de- delegate Yakamura? He's played by Tohoru Masamune. 
I probably mangled his name. Mm-hmm. But he played Shredder in the 2014 Ninja Turtles. <gasps> cool. Yeah. Did you ever see those? Yeah. Yeah, I saw them both. How the, the How two. were they? Um Let's see. It was late at night and I was drinking, but I remember so. not disliking them. Fair. All right. Every once in a while, like Justice League last week, every once in a while I think about watching him. But again, I sober up. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, uh, I, I, I do think about watching him, like, legitimately. I've never seen one of the, those two movies. But, yeah, it's just like, it, it's never been high on my priority list to actually do it. Okay. Um, there were there were two things. Well, there was one thing that kind of I thought was a little stupid. And one other it, thing well, that just got one. me really annoyed. It, it was one of those like like storyline things that they changed because you know you, you want to update it for like you know new stuff mm-hmm. when you're going to reboot it. I understand, but when you change it to something stupid, that's when I get annoyed. Right. What um, do you do? Um, all right, so spoilers, I guess, for another five year old yeah. movie. Um, so Master Splinter. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, in, in previous storylines, they they gave a reason. Basically, like he was trained by someone or he watched someone. Yeah. Um, Stick. In, yeah exactly (laughs) in uh in that movie he just like found a book and learned it and then he taught his his kid he taught the turtles that because he they needed discipline like that was it Mm. well that's lame yeah because he's like a pretty kick-ass warrior and yeah like i feel like they just stole that away from his character so that was annoying but all right question What's yep. your favorite Ninja Turtles movie? Um, huh. It's been a long time since I've seen them, but I want to say, uh, was it the the Return of the Ooze? The Ooze, Secret of the Ooze, Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, there we go. The second one. Yeah. You know what's massively underrated and still my favorite Ninja Turtle movies is the animated TMNT movie. That one was pretty good. I love that one. Yeah, I think you and I saw that in theaters. I I I remember, yeah I think so, okay. I remember seeing in the theaters and I assume you were the one who came with me. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. That was Very memorable for us. That. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm trying uh, to remember how many movies there were because there were the you know those three, uh, the live there, action there ones been, in the '90s. There have been six Ninja Turtle movies. Okay, got it. The one animated, and then two more of those new ones. Okay, yeah, two, the two Michael Bay ones, which I don't know if he directed or produced them, but they're considered Michael Bay movies. <laughs> and you know, he ruined Transformers, so I haven't had faith in the Ninja Turtles. That's fair. Yeah, did Michael Bay do the newest Transformers one, the the Bumblebee one? He did not. Okay, I forget and that... the, the other person. I never saw that one. I haven't seen any Transformers since the second one because the second one was just so bad. I swore off Transformers. <laughs> and that was a good decision, Tony, because I've seen all of them except for wow. the except for Bumblebee. Yeah. And Bumblebee oh, I hear is good. Yeah, exactly. That that's why I was asking, because I, I heard it was good. I was like, oh maybe he like No. Maybe that's no, the I one actually, I should have I saw I saw the first one and I actually enjoyed the first Transformers. And the second one just offended me so hard on a, such a fundamental level. Not like yeah, they're racist. Yeah, it's a terrible movie. Yeah, it's sexist. Yeah, it's a terrible movie. No, it's just like it offended my like my intelligence that he would think he could sell this movie and I would enjoy it. But so many people did enjoy it because they made like 17 after that. So it really disappoints me in humanity more than anything else. 
Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Um, I thought it was horrible, mm-hmm. and I I remember like seeing after that one, he was like, "Yeah, I didn't really like it, so we're gonna make another one, and it's gonna be like better, like the first one." So that's when I was like, "Okay, I guess I'll watch it." Yeah, and then somehow I ended up watching the other two after that for no yeah. good reason. Yeah. And the fact the fact is, they couldn't even bring me back when they were introducing Dinobots. And you know I, how much I love dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. And and yeah. you would have been very angry to find out that the dinosaurs only got like two minutes of screen time. Yeah, no, my friend Tyler told me that. Because he only oh. went back because of dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah, that was yeah. the fourth movie. <laughs> I was I was also done after number three, at least. But uh, not two like you. Yeah. Dinosaurs, then they got you back. Nope. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> Transformers. Do do do. I I had no good. Anyway, Shredder is in yeah. this. Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, any any of the other delegates or no? That was it. No. I mean, yeah. Nothing actually. I can't. I remember, but I don't think there's anything like at all I've seen them in. Um, okay. Not just so. like superhero stuff that I've been trying to focus on. <laughs> gotcha. So these are people who've been in things. You have no idea what it was. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that happens. So one of the other things that happens during this scene when you know when we meet the people and all that is uh, Coulson is going in as a alien biology expert from the CDC. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that a thing in, in that world, in the MCU? Like an alien biology expert? I'm putting quotes around expert. Yeah, well, there are things like xenobiologists where they, people theorize what space biology would be like in the real world. Okay. And then I'm assuming after the Chitari invasion, people have been getting into that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Is, and I'm, I'm wondering, is, is that it? Or are there other alien things that are known? Because... Well, I mean, mm-hmm. S.H.I.E.L.D. knows about the Kree. Uh-huh. So I'm assuming the government knows to a certain extent about aliens. So I'm sure there are like a handful of them who work in secret government facilities. Okay, and considering the CDC is government yeah. facility, okay, all right. So that that would make sense. They also know about as guardians, so they they know that yes. there are a minimum of three alien races. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Cool. I'll I'll take it. I just it it it, it felt odd that you know mm-hmm. the the Earth is still new to understanding aliens, and yet we have a bio, biology expert there. So. I'm just well, curious, I mean, like, how again, much... Experts in quotes. So it's like, maybe he's the most advanced in this field, but the field's only four years old. That's true. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. I really liked their uh, robo-hand scanner. I thought that was really cool yeah. for the episode. Yeah. And it was... I, I forgot, like, why is his arm in the sling? It's to make people shake his other hand. Smart. Yes. I mean, and he then could have pretended to be a Boy Scout the whole time, but I don't think we would have flown. Yeah, yeah. Um, wait, do the Boy Scouts only shake with their left hands? Yes, because it's closer to their hearts. No, that can't yeah. be it. What's the real reason? That, that's completely the reason. <laughs> also, they all broke their right hands. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> oh. Um, so I, I, I mean, since we're talking about the hand right now, um, I like how when Malik shows up later, uh, in, in the scene, um, when he says, 
that's uh that's phil colson leader of hydra uh he walks over and he he proves that everything he just said is true because he takes off the arm sling off of colson and shows everyone that colson doesn't have a broken arm <laughs> colson should go ow 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 and just act like he has a broken arm <laughs> exactly <laughs> what are you doing you a-hole <laughs> completely unnecessary yeah i know right uh, uh, it, it's like when when you're trying to prove someone isn't who they are so you want to take the mask off of their head and then mm -hmm. you realize oh no that that's actually their real face <laughs> oh my god that's your real terrifying face exactly now um, i like or dislike. I don't even know my opinion about this. Malik <laughs> busts in and tells him all these things. Like, he's Hydra. He's evil. All this stuff. And just like... um, It's just literally calling him names and having very, very little evidence. Yeah, exactly. And he's just leaning on his own um, reputation. Because he, he also talked about... I think he said to everyone, Oh, you know me. I was on the World Security Council. And uh, etc. Uh, Does everyone yeah. know the World Security Council tried to nuke New York? I don't know. Or um, that they were Hydra? <laughs> <laughs> or at least one of them was. Now two, obviously. Uh, yeah, it's true. Um, that I don't know. Because, I mean, some of those things have to have ended up in notes or documents that were leaked at the end by, uh, by Black Widow in mm -hmm. The Winter Soldier, right? So... I guess, yeah. I mean, they, they know S.H.I.E.L.D. was infiltrated by a ton of Hydra. Mm -hmm. But do they know how the World Security Council is in charge, was in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, they have to. Because, I mean, he, yeah. he's right there using his influence talking about being on the World Security Council. Like, yeah, that, that has to have been like a public thing. So the World Security Council isn't that trustworthy, or it shouldn't be. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's like, and all you delegates, don't think about this too hard. <laughs> exactly. Just think about the fact that his right arm isn't broken. <gasps> Scandal! <gasps> yeah, that, that I don't know what it is about that. That just bothered me so much. <laughs> oh. um, so, the whole reason um, Talbot was the uh, the inside man was because uh, they took his son, um, and he's in some goo stasis, um, you know, yeah, which I didn't realize. Pod. Yeah, I, I forgot that we have two separate goo suits um, shown off in this well, episode. Why do you think they sponsored our um our program? It, it makes sense. I thought it was just for for the other yeah. one for Mavet, but no, yeah, it's, that makes it's, sense. It's the gooiest of the episodes, at least so far. <laughs> That's true. We do have a few more seasons of the show. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I also like how Malik calls Coulson the director of Hydra. Is it known that Hydra's around still? I feel like Hydra is kind of like the boogeyman, at least to these people. It's just like, they could be underground. There are probably places. I mean... At this point, the last MCU movie was Ant-Man, am I right? Yes, yeah. Where Hydra 
was buying the suits, so there still exists, and there's still a known quantity, mm-hmm. at least to some people. Oh yeah, and, and and I assume that yeah, I mean that's they're out, but I guess that was my question. Like, are they? So do you just assume that Hydra's like one of those entities that's always going to be around because it's more of an ideology and not like a nation state? I assume so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that, that works for me. So yeah, in this you world, cut off one head, two more grow back. Yeah. Then you have to go find two more. Yeah. No. Um, so after this, they uh, take uh, Coulson and Talbot down to a murder room, and mm-hmm, which you do uh-huh, exactly. And uh, Talbot was also about to be killed, even though he did everything that Malik said. They had a deal. I'm sure they shook hands or something. Yeah. So you know that just kind of shows you Malik's character. Just throwing yeah. that out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not cool, Malik. Not cool. Yeah. But uh, Crusher Creel comes in, saves them, and. Uh, that works out for them. Yay. Yeah. Uh, so one of the other things we kind of skipped over because it happened during the same time, Hunter this entire time has Hunter. not at all been trusting Creel. And he was just waiting for him to slip up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he goes after him when he thinks Creel is off mission, right? Yeah, exactly. So And then he ends up leaving his post because they were going to go into one of the delegates' rooms. Yeah. Um which, let's talk about that. So that delegate, the reason they were going to go into her room is because she sent a message saying, move him now. Um, was she referring to Talbot's son? I assume so. This was the Australian delegate? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, I mean... Well, maybe not, because they also get evidence that they're experimenting on an inhuman in Australia. Maybe it's like, oh, they're getting close to finding the base. Move him now. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Um, I do that, have right. information about that. that inhuman as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you see on the paper, his name is Eden Fezzi, F-E-S-I, who is a member of the Secret Warriors in the comics. <gasps> he's actually a, um, he's actually an, a mutant named Manifold, who's a teleporter. He premiered on uh in July two thousand nine in Secret Warriors number four. Um, I know him from the Infinity um storyline. Uh, back in two thousand nine, the one that leads up to Inhumanity, where the Terragenesis goes around the world, the Earth. But I picked up that graphic novel and read it, and the first thing has a lot of teleportation by this character Manifold, who I had no idea who the hell he was. <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, he's an Australian uh, superhero. Got which, it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows if he'll ever come into the MCU? But now that we can have mutants, he might. We'll see. Oh. So. So the Australian government. So the the basically the one or two lines that we get from this episode is saying that the Australian government has an enhanced person, uh, mm-hmm. and they're experimenting on him. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I actually don't know much about his backstory. I don't know if experimentation is part of his backstory or not. But hmm. oh yeah. yeah, but that's happening, and we never hear about it again. Not yet. <laughs> that's true. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Um. 
let's see yeah there, there was just too much that happens here so i i don't have <laughs> i really don't have a lot of separated notes um and then i guess the this scene ends with uh, on the plane ride back leaving the symposium um colson and talbot are chatting and now they're a little friendly since you know colson helped save uh, talbot's son well may did um and i really loved how they showed may getting his son back um that all just happened off screen because you're just supposed to assume it happens mm-hmm. um and she she you know knocked out the two guards i want to say but the two yeah. people yeah maybe it was just being made we don't need to see that we know how bad she is exactly yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then um i don't have anything else uh, honestly I'm, I'm good to move on to the next thing unless you've got something yeah. tony no i'm, I'm good okay cool uh, well then we're not gonna have much because the last two bits are, are pretty small <clears throat> in an end credit scene malik and the delegate from i forgot which country it was from i didn't write it down um they chat about creating a sanctuary city for the inhumans russia yes all right did not pick up on russia all right um also colson makes contact with bobby and hunter who are stowed away on malik's plane oh no i have literally nothing else to say that was just the the two notes that i had written down so yep um i already said my piece oh no (laughs) all right well then in that case let's just move on to the final um part of this episode the final little storyline uh daisy and lincoln spar without using powers obviously Uh, daisy wins in the face (laughs) (laughs) before things get too sexy simmons interrupts asking lincoln for his help looking at creel's blood turns out his blood can reverse teragenesis Daisy doesn't like it. Lincoln thinks it's a good idea. They argue about it now, but kiss and make up later. Yeah. Uh, Daisy's a little high and mighty in this episode. And other episodes, but yeah, this is one of them. Yeah. No, I mean, some maybe it's, they don't bring up her, her hot button issues a lot, or as often. But mm-hmm. she, there, there are certain times when she's like, com- in my opinion, completely out of character. And she's just like, no, everybody shut up. They're wrong. And just like, I don't. I, it's like, shut up. Listen to people, Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay that not every inhuman turns into a inhuman. Yeah, because, I mean, Lincoln had a really good point about Lash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This... Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, that, that was it. Like, that was the, the main thing. Um, you know, just the fact that, you know, Lash is basically this complete other um, mind, and Andrew is effectively gone right yeah or dying basically until the full transformation ends yeah he he gets absorbed yeah Mm -hmm. um this is getting dangerously close to being the plot of x-men 3 (laughs) when they have an anti-mutant cure (laughs) that's right yeah just like we don't want to go there ever ever again in fact, we did it twice, because Dark Phoenix didn't do the anti-music cure, but did X-Men 3 again. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I never saw Dark Phoenix. For all I know, they maybe they did the anti-music cure. No, they didn't. I saw it. Okay. Yeah. Was it as bad as they say? It was... It could have been better. Oh, yeah. It was... I, 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 I don't think it was a bad movie. Yeah, I'll buy it eventually when it's on like clearance at Walmart or Target or something. Because I have every other X-Men movie. I can't just not have one. Because <laughs> I'm a crazy person. And you have everything. Well, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, there's that. Uh, I mean, I think it makes sense to have that. Then again, I mean, Daisy's right. I mean, she she knows that you know they'll be hunted. Right now, everyone's scared of Inhumans. Um, mm-hmm. And as far as a, a cure or vaccine for Inhumans, they they basically say all it does is stop someone from becoming an Inhuman. Yes. It's not going to reverse it. Um, which also means that they don't even know if like if they use it on someone i mean they're stopping someone from getting kick-ass lightning powers but they're also stopping someone from getting horrible lose your identity and become a monster powers so you know i guess you know there's that gamble (laughs) yeah i mean what daisy sees happening is them like releasing this out to like somehow in the water supply or something and then no inhumans are ever created again which would be bad yeah, uh-huh. what Lincoln or and probably Simmons were thinking is like, oh, we catch a bad guy, we give him this, so in case he's inhuman, he never gets extra powers. That's also a benefit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But who knows? Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what would you do with this if you were the Shieldies? I mean, I, I feel like the responsible thing is at least do the research to understand and try to make some sort of vaccine. But, mm-hmm. you know, then it just goes up for debate. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess the next question is, can you figure out what kind of powers someone would get if they were an inhuman? That's true. Because if it would be, you know, the horrible lash type of powers or, or hell, even you know something like Reyna, where she had a cool power, she could see the future, but she became Porcupine Lady. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe someone doesn't want that, and uh, you can like take one of those tests, basically like Twenty Three and Me. Yes, I mean <laughs> that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you'd use that to inject into any Hydra agent you got your hands on. Because you don't want something like Ward getting um, getting inhuman powers also. Yeah, that is definitely true. Because yeah. that, that could go... a safety precaution. Yeah, exactly. And that could go really badly for them. Um, I'm just imagining a future where, you know, all this stuff makes it out, you know, again, a second time. Where all the S.H.I.E.L.D.'s information, and yeah. I assume all their technology got out into the public hands. Um, so, you know, now you have all these other companies who are trying to take all that stuff and then, you know, make a business around it. So, um, you know, if all of this became public knowledge, then you have, you know, a company, you know, I I joked about 23andMe, but yeah, that could be a thing. And then, Mm -hmm. um, if you like take the test, you're like, oh, I am inhuman. Oh, the powers I would get would probably be this or this. Well, then now I'm going to go take a bunch of fish tablets and see if it works out for me. Or, Or take this, um anti-inhuman thing because you don't want to accidentally eat a fish taco and then (laughs) we didn't mention last week that yo-yo got her powers from eating fish tacos (laughs) yeah yeah anyway so it really is anything fish related basically just from the ocean yep right all right well yeah i'm good with this unless you have anything else no, I think I'm good. So I guess the only thing left is to uh, rate the episode. Yeah. Um, all right, Tony, how many 
goo suits would you rate this episode um i would give this like three goo suits it positives but it's not not my favorite okay um yeah i'm I'm with you too i mean i you know it's one of those things they did like the whole cool um uh like mission planning type of stuff right you had colson telling us what everyone was going to be doing and that kind of spy stuff and i really like that um mm-hmm. so i too am going to give it three goo suits however uh because goo suits are so cool like our sponsor um I'm giving it three out of four, so that three is better than three. However, it's less than a four out of five. So let's, let's so it's, if it's, we go, it's seventy five percent instead of sixty percent. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. Okay, okay that's not confusing at all. Anyway, exactly. Yep. <laughs> join us next time when we cover Agents of Shield season three, episode thirteen, parting shot. And remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore rewind and give us a five star review wherever you're listening to this right now. And as always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3, Episode 12, The Inside Man. Have a marvelous day. Goo, goo, goo. Goo, goo, what happened to you? You smell like old socks from Mathra's shoes. Just one thing to do Find the key, stop the monster And clean up the goo